But anyway, Zach, I'm ready to move on to the subtopic here. You know, um, we're going to talk about the 76ers and James Harden because James Harden also requested a trade over the weekend. So what's the next move for the 76ers after the James Harden trade request? And Zach, I would love to start this one off because um, the reason why I love doing this show is that we both bring great ideas to the table and we make it work. And the more I thought about it, the more I have a lot to say about this. Now, it was funny because we talked about Dame and we are talking about James Harden right now. And I think their situations are similar in a way because Portland thus far has been known to be loyal to Dame. Daryl Morey thus far has been known to be loyal to James Harden. So how that dynamic ends, you know, will tell us a lot about where we are in the NBA and how we're going to look going forward. Now, there's an idea that I have in my mind that I think the 76ers should do right now at 520 Eastern time. And I think they need to make a godfather choice and trade Tyrese Maxey to Portland, who we just talked about, and get Dane. I really think they need to do that, like right now. And I like Tyrese Maxey. I think he's scratching the surface of being a star. He was averaging like 20 points per game. You know, it was a nice sidekick to what they had going on, you know, last year for the most part. And, um, you know, I trust him more than I do James Harden. But when you have an opportunity to optimize a closing window, we know what their floor is. Their floor is generally second round exit in the playoffs. And their ceiling is Eastern Conference Finals. I don't even think it's finals. Um, I think, yeah, you, you know, never, right. never been to a conference. Yeah, never been. Exactly. That's why I think their ceiling is the next step. Um, I think for me, if you bring back James Harden, it's not going to make you any better. You lose James Harden. Let's say you send him to allegedly, I'm going to just say allegedly here, his preferred destination, which we don't even know if it is. But allegedly, they say it's the Clippers. Unless you're getting back poor George, even if they send you a, a, a bunch of role players that they have, it's not going to make you better than, you know, what you had the year before. So I think, to me, what makes sense is trading, I won't say James Harden to Portland, excuse me, no, trading Tyrese Maxey, yeah, I believe I said Tyrese Maxey in the jump street, um, yeah. to Portland for Dame, and then I would trade James Harden to his preferred destination, and I would get those role players, Norman Powell, uh, Marcus Morris Sr., a uh, 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 second-round 2024 draft pick, and I would use that depth around Dame and Embiid. I think the pick and roll would be elite. You have Dame's exterior game. You have Embiid in the low post and what he can do, and he can shoot the rock from distance as well. I think that will make that team better than the version of last year, and they have depth. I will keep Harris, personally. You talked about Hero, and you made a point about how a lot of people are diminishing Hero's value around the league. I can say the same thing about Harris respectfully. I understand that Harris may not be the player that the 76ers traded for when they traded for him, but I still think he could do more. Whatever's asked of him, he does. You know, Doc Rivers, they wanted him to shoot threes and just stand there while Harden dribble and, and B, they do the, you know, the pick and roll and just stand there. He did that. He adjusted his game. He shot threes. He did what he was asked. And that's always a, a coach best player, the ones that are willing to adapt their role on the fly and do what's asked of them. We know he could do a little bit more than that. We know he could defend. So I think Nick Nurse will like that type of cat and will invite him back. So I would do exactly what I just said. And I think that's the best case scenario 
for the 76ers to get better and increase their likelihood of contending. And one more point, you will keep Dame away from the competitor in Miami. Okay, and you will leapfrog Miami. All right. I think that's very important to note here when making that trade. Yeah, so I agree 100%. If I'm Philadelphia, I know this might be controversial. And according to Daryl Morey, it is controversial of trading Tyrese Maxey. And I will say, I don't disagree with you about Harris, but I do think he might need to be in the deal just to make the money work. I don't know if Philly would be able to afford all those guys. So, yeah, if I'm Philly, Maxey and Tobias for Dane, straight up. If I'm Daryl Morey, I'm doing that right now. The only issue is there were a report. There were reports from over the weekend. Brian Windhorst is saying that Philadelphia, and don't get me wrong, like Tyrese Maxey is a really good young player that has the potential and likely will be an all-star one day. But according to Windhorst, Philadelphia, they're saying that Maxey isn't even on the table for prime Michael Jordan. Don't even ask. It's not even worth asking. And this is my issue with the Sixers, right? I feel like Daryl Morey, you know, I, I talk a lot about Mike McCarthy, right, as the NFL's con man. I'm, I think I'm ready to declare – Daryl Morey, the version of the NBA's con man, because literally, I don't, I can't really think of an original idea this guy has had, not only since he's gotten to Philadelphia, but like for the past five years, like what has he done to make this team better? And I know that he got about as good of a return as he could get for Ben Simmons and waiting it out to get James Harden. But at the end of the day, Philadelphia, they didn't have enough chemistry to really do anything in Harden's first year. And we saw what happened this past year. Philadelphia was not close enough to being a championship level team. So Daryl Morey, the one thing he does deserve credit for is that he didn't just let up to Harden's request and, and pay him the money he was looking for. He literally told Harden, like, find another team that is willing to give you your money and we'll make it work. And we still have not been able to find that team. So that's why I think, especially with these maxi reports that Philadelphia is not interested in trading him that, and I know he requested to trade, but I, I think there's a good possibility that James Harden could be back in Philadelphia next season, which for Philadelphia is the worst case scenario. You don't want to just run this thing back. I know you have a new head coach in Nick nurse, but Daryl Morey has to realize. And I think it was so apparent in these playoffs as good of a player as Joel Embiid is, if he is the best player on your team, you are not winning a championship. Like, that is the sad, harsh reality. And if you were to get Dame Lillard, that would at least help Embiid and take the pressure off of him a little bit. But Philadelphia, they have no interest in trading Tyrese Maxey, not even for prime Michael Jordan. So I don't really see a way, if that's true, that they uh, make up uh, end up making this thing work out. So I think this is such an important few months for Daryl Morey, right? James Harden, he has one year left on his contract. If I was Daryl Morey, I would trade Harden. I would trade Embiid. I would trade Tobias Harris and just keep Ty Tyrese Maxey and build the whole team around him. But Philadelphia's not doing that. And as much as I love Maxey, kind of like well, what you referred to, just Maxey and Embiid, that's not a championship level team. Even if you trade Harden for those guys, uh, Norm Powell and Terrence Mann and uh, Marcus Morris Sr. Like, I don't really know with just Embiid and Maxi like what that is really doing. So I think this is such an important moment for Daryl Morey. He kind of reminds me of Billy Bean in baseball, right? Where five, six years ago, his stats and his analytics and his advanced numbers, it was so ahead of the curve. And everyone was like, wow, what does this guy know that we don't? But fast forward to the year 2023, Everyone is using those same analytics. I feel like Daryl Morey has lost his touch. He doesn't really know anything about the game of basketball. Like, yeah, he knows the basics, but I don't know if he could identify, like, what is a winning player, what is not a winning player. And the one move Philadelphia 
has made this offseason is they brought in Patrick Beverly, which is fine, a one-year deal, like whatever. Pat Bev could help your team win, but he's a former Rocket because, of course, he is. Every single player that Daryl Morey has brought into Philadelphia has some tie to the Houston Rockets, whether it's James Harden, whether it's Daniel House, whether it's P.J. Tucker, whether it's Pat Bev. Like, this guy has not had an original idea in a minute and that's why I don't trust him to make the right moves to get Philadelphia over the top. No, that's very good points. You know, um, some people are stuck in their ways. Daryl Morey is one of those guys that's old fashioned and um, doesn't like change, doesn't like, you know, attempting new things. You know, um, Doc Rivers was a, okay, we're going to try this again type of hire when they hired him and then they fired him. We knew that was coming. Um, I agree with those points. I think they did a good job in the Ben Simmons deal to keep Maxi away from Brooklyn. Still to this day, I don't understand why Brooklyn didn't trade for Maxi. Okay, but um, I guess James Harden put the pressure on them and they decided to trade him and not add Maxi to the team. Credit to the 76ers for keeping Maxi out of that deal. But I don't think they could keep him out of this deal involving Damian Lillard with all due respect. And um, when you see Jokic and Murray go on the playoff run that they did, winning a championship, playing off each other, having a good feel of the game together, and just being that dynamic duo that we crown the best in the league because of their success this year, I can see similar ties. I can see a similar result in Dame and Embiid together. And they could be the Eastern Conference version of what Murray and Jokic is in the Western Conference. Just imagine that. The rest version of that and the East version of that and them participating in the finals. I mean, it has to happen. Like, really, I'm a sucker for Hollywood movies. And that's a script out of a book that I would literally write if I was a director. You know, so I think it needs to happen. I do have a point, And um, Zach, feel free to respond to anything that I said thus far. I want to talk about my Knicks a little bit because it does tie into this conversation in a way. Um, you know, we've been very timid to make a move for Harden, make a move for Dame, and I agree with it. I do. I don't think Harden will fit in New York. I, I don't like it. I don't like James Harden. You know, I think he's more for the partying and for the show, and he'll have a retro game where he reverts back to the old Harden of, like, OKC but or Houston, and then he will go back to his disappearing acts in game six and seven in the playoffs. No show. Kirk Cousins, right? The comparison there. Um, Dame, yes, offensively, Dame and Jalen Brunson will be a great, scary sight in a good way because of Dame's ability to space the floor and Jalen Brunson's inside the arc game. I think that will mesh well together. But defensively, my God, I don't even want to think about how scary defensively will look. So I like adding um, DiVincenzo. We need a three-point shooter. I think we was like 29 um, point zero, uh, three point shooting percentage in the league in the playoffs. Um, worse in the league by 16 qualifying teams. I still think we need to add more shooting. I'm not crazy for the star, right? I'm not, I'm not star hunting right now. I think we should be patient for an Embiid potentially to request a trade because that could happen. So Embiid will be our guy that we push the chips that we accumulated in the past by being passive to the table and trade for that guy. I co-signed that. But right now, I think we need to address the shooting more like we did, you know, with a blue chip guy and Dante, who is a scrappy defender who can shoot the rock. I believe 40 percent on the year from three point land. 
I would have liked to add um, Seth Curry and potentially uh, Gary Trent to that roster, but it is what it is. I like where we are. I'm glad we didn't trade for Harden, uh, and I would like for us to monitor Joel Embiid's situation going forward, and that's the tie that New York had with this conversation and why I brought it up. Yeah, I think uh, with the Knicks, it's interesting. Like, I agree. I do like the philosophy Leon Rose has used so far to be a little bit patient. And if he's really going to trade for that star, he has to make sure it's the right one. I don't think it's Harden. I don't think it's Dame uh, for the points that you brought up. One name I will bring up to you, though, uh, that I'm curious for what you think. And I think this guy, there's a chance he's going to get traded within the next week or two. I think his team is clearly rebuilding. And that's Siakam from Toronto. Um, I think that the Raptors are in an interesting spot where they just hired a new coach. They just let Van Vliet walk, obviously. Um, you know, I don't really think they're too close to winning anything right now. And I do think there's a good chance Siakam could get dealt. Uh, I know the Knicks just moved Obi Toppin as well. Would that be a guy maybe for an Emmanuel quickly, maybe for, for even an RJ Barrett in that deal? Oh, how much, how would you take Siakam? I think it all depends on the package. Because when I look at a track record of Masai um, Ujiri and how he tends to try to pimp out people a little bit, I'm not sure if that package will be lucrative for me to take. It all depends on the package. That's a guy that I would like on the team. I would like an OG Ananobi. Actually, more so in a way. I understand Pascal has that label of being a star and OG is kind of growing daily. I would rather OG because I would bank on his upside more. Like, I think defensively, we know what he could do. He could guard all five positions, and he's improving offensively every single year. He could give you a clean 15 a game. I would rather him because I, I'm i not sure who Masayu Jury would bargain higher. I would assume Siakam, but then he's been bargaining high with OG as well. So that dynamic kind of makes me hesitant. But if the package is right, oh, yeah, Pascal, OG, bring him over to New York. No doubt about it. No question. Mm, interesting. So, yeah, Zach, you know, I think with the 76ers in closing, I think I agree with you 100%. I concur. It's a very important offseason for them to really get this James Harden situation right. I think the money fell in the lap, right? I know it's a terrible analogy, but everything worked out in the fact that he picked up the option Harden, and now you can actually trade and get something back and not letting Harden just walk out of here even though he wasn't really going nowhere, right? We thought Houston was a thing. Clearly, it wasn't. They just wanted to spend, and they said, you know, we're going to spend on Fred Van. Yeah, they gave Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks $80 million (laughs) instead of uh, paying Harden. But um, one one thing I will say, though, and and I want to bring this up before we wrap, is I will wait for Daryl Morey to trade James Harden for, you know, Norman Powell and Terrence Mann and Marcus Morris. Like, I don't think that's happening. I don't think Daryl Morey is trading James Harden unless – he's getting another star in return. And I don't think another team is going to be willing to give up that star in return. And that's why I do think that when this is all said and done, at least to start off next season, James Harden will still be in Philadelphia. And we could bank on a second round, you know, exit in the playoffs, right? Um, That's how the story ends. We see the same thing over and over again. And, um, you know, I don't see anything bigger unless this guy goes into the bag like he did game three. Okay, I believe it was game three or game two. One of those games, game yeah, game two. Three and five, three and five. Or, yeah, I think it was one of those games. I'm talking about the Boston game on the hmm. Boston series. I think it was um game two or something like that. Or it might have been game one. Whoever knows. Yeah, they, won, they, they won game one. Like, that's the one last <laughs> time. That's the interesting thing. 
if you're a Harden, right, I will say he did take a little bit less money to go to Philadelphia and he did win them game one against Boston and Bede wasn't playing and he did hit the game winning shot of, uh, yeah, game four to tie that series. I do like, I'm not saying he's all right, but I do understand where Harden's coming from a little bit when he wants this money. Like this is going to be his last big payday in the NBA. Now, I don't think it's going to end up in him winning anything. You know, that, that isn't always his priorities, but I Harden, you know, he did have some moments in Philadelphia. It's just unfortunate that uh, they weren't really able to all put it together. And in closing for me, I understand. I think the point that you made is the most likelihood that Harden will be back on this team during the regular season. But if you actually really study Harden's track record, we know that it's his way or the highway. I mean, everything has shown us that thus far. The way how he handled, as you alluded to earlier, you know, um, Houston, showing eating his way out, essentially, out of over there, showing up overweight like the nutty professor. It had to be his way. And he forced his way out of Houston. Then we get to Brooklyn. A year later, request a trade. It had to go down, right? So it, was, it always has been his way or the highway. If you're Daryl Murray, do you want to bring that distraction into the regular season? Sort of like what you did when you want to play hardball with Ben Simmons, right? And it became a distraction. I understand they were still at the top four seating in the Eastern Conference, but clearly it was a distraction. They were just playing through it. Do you want to have to play through that again? I don't know. Harden normally wants what he wants. You know how we talked about players get what they want? Harden is a microcosm of his my way or the highway. So it's going to be a very interesting, you know, ride here to see how this ends, if it ends. Oh. One last question I'll throw out your way that I, that I asked earlier. Like, could you see Daryl Morey swallowing his pride? And we know he's a big James Harden fan. Like, I just can't see a scenario where he's trading Harden to the Clippers for scraps for Terrence Mann and, and Norman Powell and Marcus Morris. Like, I only see him trading Harden if he's getting a legit star back, which I don't see happening. And if he's not trading Maxi, then, like, what are we even doing here? The team's just going to run the whole thing back, and we know how that's going to end. And that's why... The wild card is Daryl Murray, because if he does everything that I stated by trading Maxi, the market will dictate Harden's value. So he could, you know, unless he brings him back, the only way that Harden is going anywhere else is if the market dictates where he goes. OK, in the package, they will dictate the market for Murray. So he could be stuck in his ways. If Harden wants to go, we know Harden will get his way eventually whether it's in the offseason or during the season, he will get his way. The market will dictate where he goes, not Murray. Um, Mar Murray, right? So I think he should take the path that I stated before. Trade Maxi, get Dame, trade Harden to the Clippers, and get that depth. And if he does that, then he'll get my respect. If not, then, yeah, I'm coming for his neck, and I'll leave it there. <laughs> Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We're, you've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want answered, something you may have. It's, all ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.